If you haven't been paying attention to what's going on in the other realms of content consumption, you know, we all just need to collectively just like, you know, pause. And let's talk about Twitch. You're tuned in to the passenger side. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Passenger Side. I like wanted to talk about Twitch because like I've been switching over content. So I mean, you know, let's just let's just give a, a quick recap of what's been going on. A year ago, people were probably just consuming things on uh, Disney Plus, Netflix, Hulu if you have it, any other platform really that like basically just had a ton of videos open and available to you to consume content because mind you we were supposed to be indoors for a long amount of time and people just decided to binge watch all of their shows all of their favorite movies and things like that right so then fast forward to a year later if you were like me you were at the point where you literally cannot consume any more content because you've already consumed everything that you liked and you've watched it probably more than once already and now you need to find a different source of entertainment and so a lot of people turned to twitch so if you guys don't know what twitch is and this is like some foreign world to you guys twitch.tv is a streaming site that also hosts videos of creators that have streamed in the past you are a partner you have a lot more flexibility and a lot more content available to you on twitch um it was mostly known for the gaming community so like it was like for people that were into gaming that wanted to stream themselves gaming that wanted to find a community within gaming got a lot of attention from other people that wanted to play games and maybe just wanted to see how some people that you know were across the water or whatever we're playing the game and so twitch actually just became this whole phenomenon for a while where people were just like twitch is just like strictly we're gaming and um it's it's been a really interesting transition to see what it is now and what some of the creators are doing on the platform now which is what i wanted to talk about but first i still have not gotten a song but we are gonna talk about reasons why i am a little angry today this is like and you like a little like tune, like a boo song. I think I mentioned it in the last podcast, but I, I haven't worked on it, okay? I haven't gotten there yet. But um, reasons why I'm a little angry today. Uh, lots of reasons, lots of things that I want to talk about for more specifically towards this topic. Um, I just want to say like there is a lot of like sexism on twitch even like now because you know these female creators are barely starting to to get onto the rise and get their communities going and get people kind of valuing them in the gaming atmosphere in the gaming world um and i think that like just the whole fact that we are now in 2021 (laughs) and it's still like something that's prominent in certain communities is just like genuinely so frustrating to see because i mean I'm just referencing all of these comments back um, to a podcast that I actually listen to. So if I listen to other po- people's podcasts and I listen to um, the Trainwreck TV podcast um, with a ton of female creators that genuinely are pushing boundaries on the platform. But because they are female creators, they still get sexist remarks. They still get things that belittle them and belittle their work, even though they are considered now professionals in the industry. So... That's kind of like, I'm subtly still angry about that just because like I've seen a lot of clips on my TikTok now that just kind of like highlight this certain uh, realm of gaming where yeah, if you can afford to be one of the bigger gamers and get your mods to control this stuff for you, that's great. But for a lot of people that are wanting to come up onto the Twitch platform and become Twitch streamers like everyone they, they look up to, it's a little bit difficult to have that type of flexibility so they're being exposed to things that they genuinely should not even have to see like just respect other people please like it's just been a crazy time for you to keep disrespecting other people and like creators and like all that you know like if you're watching someone 
I don't really see why you would go to someone's page and watch them just to hate on them. Um, if you do, you know, find another hobby because these people are genuinely just there to help make people's lives a little bit easier, help entertain people. They're really doing like a service for a lot of people and they're they acknowledge that they are just content creators and entertainers. So, yeah. Also, you guys don't even know them in person to be saying those types of mean things to them. But anyways, highly recommend um, the Trainwrex podcast uh, with like... He had Pokimane, Valkyrie, Quarter Jade, uh, X Choco Bars, and like a ton of other creators on there that really like spoke about this and gave the females of Twitter, of Twitter, of Twitch a platform. So I really think that people need to go listen to that and then you'll understand it even if it's out of context. So it'll make sense. So today I wanted to talk about the Twitch realm based off of like what I had consumed on the Trainwreck podcast, as well as like what's specifically going on right now with one of the content creators that is actually like in the circle of content creators that I watch. But let's just explain how I got here, okay? I was in that like stage where I had consumed as much content as I wanted to on social media, and then some of the content that I was consuming or some of the creators that I was watching became controversial creators. Um, there's only so much that like you can see that you're interested in and so I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna take a break from like these types of um, quote-unquote informative slash uh, entertaining by like doing things and just go into like the gaming realm and see like how that works because like, alright, I think all of us have like lived in a time where, I don't know, our siblings or cousins or something played video games and we just kind of like sat there and watched. There's something that's like so entertaining and amusing from doing that and like just sitting there and just watching people like you know play games it's kind of like <laughs> to me i guess it's like the equivalent to like watching someone play a game of basketball or something like you know i'm probably like i'm i play basketball but like maybe a better example would be like soccer or something like yeah uh i don't necessarily know how to do what you do but I appreciate your craft and I like watching you succeed slash fail slash whatever it is. And I think it's entertaining to watch people do that. It's kind of like a different form of competitive entertainment that like is just not really direct with a ton of people. It's just kind of sometimes it's just one person. Sometimes it's just a screen. But I don't know. I find a lot of comfort in watching that type of content. But that's besides the point. I fell into the realm of like among us slash content creators streaming among us when it was like doing really well talking about like spring of 2020 all up until like you know now actually where i still watch that content i still watch like people stream that content because i think it's amusing and entertaining to see that and like initially yes it was like me trying to figure out different tactics to be able to like do well when playing with my friends but then it turned into me just enjoying uh seeing them interact with each other seeing content creators meet other content creators and then me slowly falling into their youtube channels and like getting entertained with like the type of videos that they were creating and stuff like that and so a lot of people started shifting to live stream like basically like intense on-demand content and that's kind of like where a lot of people are falling and a lot of the gen zers uh, slash older millennial crowd is falling into that whole like we're gonna go watch people stream on twitch now you have other streaming platforms like uh facebook gaming i think amazon has one and i think um oh and youtube gaming has it but twitch is like og twitch when in its prime was the simplest version of streaming um, turned into like this new form of media because your chat group and your chat realm basically goes within like real time. And so they kind of like stimulate the conversation while you're playing games. They uh, really entertain each other. And like it's just this whole community where you have upwards to tens uh, upwards of tens to like 30,000 people on one platform watching one person stream and play games and they're not playing the game they're just watching them do it and it's just been a great place to be able to get a community and I know like a lot of people have used these content creators just without like really having to think critically I guess about like 
what is being put out there just being entertained just being distracted for a little bit from someone playing a game and having fun and it's just been really good to see the community grow um so twitch is very like in its prime for what it did it is genuinely when twitch got created and it was established it was doing really well for simplistic reasons and then it started transforming into what we see twitch today and all of these newer gaming channels are doing really well with trying to mimic the platform and create a competition for twitch um but what a lot of creators have said is that the main thing that drives people to stay on twitch is the community that you could build and the chat feature so to be a little bit more clear about this chat feature it is operated real time. Um, you have moderators that come in and censor things out. Um, there's different forms of like payment to be able to push certain comments slash uh, questions up to the top. Um, from what I've experienced, uh, the Twitch chat can run a little bit slower than uh, like your Facebook chat or your uh, YouTube chat. Haven't been on Mixer, but I'm curious to see how that one is. But it, it just is a lot easier to read and answer questions on the Twitch chat and they just really did a good job with creating that certain aspect of Twitch where it's a lot simpler to read things and scroll. Um, other platforms haven't gotten to the point where they're mimicking that yet, but it's, it's, it's a really good feature that people are still like saying like, hey, I want my platform to have this, but you know, we're probably going to see that happen in the next couple of years or so. Um, the other great feature about Twitch is that Twitch um, allows you to be connected to other users slash other creators that are in the same realm of what you are consuming. So it's kind of like, a, think about it like a, like a YouTube recommended page, but for Twitch streamers. And it just groups all of these live streams together, shows you which streams are live right now, shows you which streams... Um, are scheduled to be live, what some creators that you're not following that you'd be interested in and things like that. And so that's been pretty interesting to see on that end too. And then the last thing that Twitch does is that um, you can legitimately host like raid parties. And so you're probably just like, okay, what what is that? It's if someone ends a stream, they can send their community to another stream via Twitch and it'll like pop up on the other streamer's page saying like, hey, you're being raided by so-and-so. And so that's something that across platforms isn't really like able to be done properly because people between switching, like from, for example, from YouTube to Twitch or Twitch to YouTube, it doesn't really work out as uh, efficiently as it does on Twitch. So Twitch has like been a staple for a lot of people like learning and like seeing how the streaming content has become and how it's changed. And if you haven't been on Twitch and aren't really a gamer, this is where like Twitch has like just taken off on what type of content it can deliver. Um, musicians are on there. DJs are on there. Talk shows are on there. Um, there's like a ton of popular podcasts on there. Like there's different forms of content where you can select your categories and I feel like this is sounding like an ad but you can select your categories of what you like to watch and then you know go ahead and watch that content and so we were talking well we weren't talking about it they were talking about this on the Trainwreck podcast about how shifting content to something that was a little bit more entertaining in a traditional sense as opposed to just being video games uh, was something that wasn't on Twitch for a long time and being the pioneers of doing that type of content really changed the game because now you have like certain shows like the lover host um it's like a pot it's like a reality show slash dating show type of thing where mostly it's platonic um but you know it's it's like little things like that that people consume as like regular content like video content but it's live so people are watching things happen as they happen and i mean you have other creators that do have like scripted content a little bit or have like an outline of what type of scripted content they have but for the most part for the most part it's just kind of just like this is live raw real reaction of what's going on and i really like twitch i like spend a few hours on twitch a day sometimes just just consuming content because i think it's really entertaining to see people um 
do that on there and see people like just you know show what they're passionate about on that platform and see what people are responding to and so I, I like going on Twitch the reason why I wanted to talk about Twitch though was because I, I did listen to that train wreck podcast but then also because um there is a an interesting thing happening on Twitch that I think a lot of people are talking about because it is an insane amount of commitment to doing what they're doing. And so there's a specific creator. He goes by the name of Ludwig. Real user is Ludwig Ogren. Um, is a variety streamer. So he plays a little bit of everything, does a little bit of everything. Um, got really popular in the past month or so uh, for joining like this basically community of people that were playing among us but also like twitch does these tournaments with certain games and so he was narrating one of the chess tournaments and he got a lot of attention from that so he has a very diverse community but his community overall is the same type of people they are very much like we're here to entertain we're here for satire we're here for joking around we're here to just meme content all around and so he actually started a subathon approximately eight days from when I'm recording this um maybe nine days if ish depends on like what time he actually started uh but he create he started a subathon after coming back from his break just to kind of like give back to his community tell him hey I was gone for a little bit I'm coming back and like just giving you guys all of the content that you guys deserve but also still remember I'm an entertainer not your friend and so he comes back, starts a subathon, and the rules of the subathon are ridiculous, so I will explain those rules to you. The subathon is for every subscriber, it adds 10 seconds to the clock of how long he has to stream. For every amount of bits, I think it's like 500 bits or so, uh, you add 10 seconds. And then you can also, uh, Twitch has this feature where you can gift subs to other people. So you can buy 5, 10, 15, 20 subs, pay the price and gift it to other people. So that would also add time onto his clock. I think at the start of what he was doing, he didn't really expect it to go as long as he it is or has gone. Uh, I'm pretty sure he expected it to go about two, three days. And he's on day about nine of doing this. And so it's been getting a lot of attention now because people are saying like, what is this guy doing? He explained everything that he was doing. Um, his subathon was just to like help increase his followers, help increase his viewers and his like interactions with people. Um, it turned into him basically being on camera 24 seven where people have now for about nine days, eight, nine days have seen him sleep on stream on purpose <laughs> so he purposefully is sleeping on stream and they can see him throughout this whole live stream of him just like sleeping um the night shift is kind of just like it's not as awkward when he's asleep the moderators do take over and like just try to entertain people for the night shift but i mean what he's doing on that platform is insane and he is still going on as I'm recording this and as you are listening to this probably, um, he has a set time frame of about 31 days would be his cap. Um, what it looks like is that people are going to try to push him to as close to those 31 days as they possibly can, but he is getting a lot of followers and he did jump in and surpass like the million uh, subscriber mark. So that's looking really good for him. And he actually is very transparent. So like if you guys don't want to jump on Twitch to understand anything that he was talking about or what the heck is going on with his subathon. He did post a video talking about how much he would make at the end of the day. And you can see with the numbers that he is genuinely not going to make a lot of money. And if he values his time as any type of monetary value, he will not even be making enough to just say like, you know, this was worth it. Because genuinely, spending your whole life on stream for about, I mean, if it does happen to 31 days, would be 31 days of your life live stream, is just a lot to do. And 
In addition to that, like, obviously he has to pay his moderators, he has to pay taxes on this money, he has to give a cut to Twitch for basically hosting everything, and it's, it's just a lot. And, like, seeing him go on, like, I've been talking to people, they're like, are you really, like, watching him? I'm like, I pop in occasionally. Um, he stream he's been streaming for a while. Every single time that I've popped in recently, he's been asleep, uh, but... It's really entertaining to see that happen and to see other content creators just be like, yo, like, I don't want to raid him because, like, he's going to just keep adding time to his clock. I'm just going to stop and, like, just chill. And so, I don't know. Let, let me know what you guys think about this, like, whole concept of just basically putting yourself on social media for 24 hours. He showered on stream, um, which is really interesting to see. And, like, it's kind of, like, I guess a weird concept because like you see like these social media influencers content creators wanting to have that bit of privacy and obviously he does too but basically putting himself in this position it's like yo you're gonna have to take a break after this like this is this is a lot of interaction and community time you need you're gonna need some me time so we'll have to see what happens after Lud ludwig decides that you know I'm probably not going to continue streaming for this long or for this type of content anymore, but we'll have to wait and see. We don't really know what's going to happen there, but Twitch doing really well with having him on there. I believe he he had like a few articles written about him and like what he's doing. So yeah, that brings me to this other point is that the gaming community in the past, I want to say three to five years has really shifted to being a little bit more inclusive to what people's skill sets are and this is gonna like quickly touch base on the, the idea that if you're talented and skilled at something that isn't traditionally like educational slash you know job thing I think it's perfectly fine to be able to do something like that like a local school like UC Irvine because uh, I live in California so UC Irvine which is the University of California Irvine actually has an esports team where they recruit people, give them a scholarship as an esports team. Esports has been a growing thing in the past few years, and it's been just skyrocketing with like people being recruited, people being drafted, people being traded, things like that, where it's no longer just like a, oh, haha, you're playing games. It's a, you're playing legitimate sports. This is an esports network. You are doing something that's competitive, that does take a lot of training, that does take a lot of mental ability and physical like, you know, stability to be able to do something like this. And it's just been a crazy time seeing how much the esports community has taken off and how many esports teams have come into like fruition from all of this. And I mean, if you guys don't really know esports, I genuinely think you guys should go take a look at what is happening in esports because, like, yeah, you get your basic content creators that, like, stream, do variety streams, and also side content for fun, but on the flip side to that, you have these legitimate professional gamers that train most of the time for the week, basically, like, a 9 to 5, start training and then get sent to competitions to compete and gain whatever prizes they can get. And it's interesting to see what's happening in the pandemic because a lot of these stadiums were transformed to fit into this digital model for esports or have like just accommodated to be able to fit the, that type of person and that type of content. And just seeing what's happening now is just incredible. It is incredible to think that these people are genuinely making content that is just breaking barriers to what people thought the traditional job would be um but yeah esports has been really cool i know a lot of people that started in esports and then just moved over to the regular content streaming because they lived that competitive lifestyle already um there are a lot of creators that did get their college degrees that did graduate from a university and decided you know what what I graduated in isn't what I want to do I want to just go and create content and be a streamer and honestly like having that type of mentality where you're open to wherever you land is perfectly fine 
it is the best feeling to just be completely open and honest with yourself knowing that you have a certain skill set and then being open to whatever comes to you because honestly sometimes you plan for things that just don't turn out the way that you want them to and you can't just beat yourself down for not having those things happen the way that you wanted to or the way that you envisioned it so it kind of helps a little bit and then seeing these streamers a lot of them do say like hey get your education get a job create stability for yourself and then if you want to start streaming you can consider that as an alternative in addition to what you're doing which is kind of the coming up story for a lot of people um if you guys uh, don't really know a lot of streamers, some of my favorite streamers are uh, Valkyrie, uh, Saikuno, <laughs> uh, Corpse Husband, which I talked about in like one of the previous videos and I want to talk about him again in, a, in an upcoming video. And um, I like Cordigate a lot. She's really cool. Uh, Foosley is really cool to see. Like I like a lot of those like OTV and friends group people. Um, but I also watch, like, people that aren't in that group, but, like, those are just some of the ones that, like, if you're listening to this and they're thinking that you're not gonna like it, you might like those types of streamers. Um, Ray actually, basically, like, they have, like, a kind of shorty award slash award ceremony for streamers as well, and Ray won Content Creator of the Year. Um, she actually just signed to an organization, which, I mean, the organization has a team of creators has a team of competitive athletes or esports players and you know she she's doing really well for herself and she's very open and honest about like why she got into gaming and a lot of their stories are pretty much like a gist of it would be like i liked playing games and it turned into like me wanting to play with my friends and then them encouraging me to like hey maybe you should try streaming and so when they tried streaming, they just like fell in love with sharing their love for games with other people. And more specifically, like Valkyrie, she actually like had jobs leading up to her becoming a full-time content creator slash streamer on YouTube. Now she started on Twitch. But like things like that and seeing their coming up stories where like they really were having fun and passionate about what they were doing and passionate about bringing fun to people that were watching them and then that turned into their job that's equivalent to like being a youtuber where like you're having so much fun doing these things sharing it with other people and then eventually like it turns into this whole thing where you're streaming content sharing content and it's just an overall good time you know and it's they're so like they recognize i feel like twitch streamers youtube streamers uh whatever it is streamers whatever platform you're in they recognize the privilege that they have for being able to do what they do like when you think about it realistically i don't know if you guys ever heard like uh youtubers like if like when vloggers weren't a big thing right i'm talking about like damn when was vloggers not a big thing probably like six to 10 years ago now when vloggers were just like oh I, I feel uncomfortable being in front of a camera I feel uncomfortable bringing my camera around and like just recording things like that's and remember like people would say like oh what would you do what did you what do you do for a living and they'd be like oh I'm a youtuber that people would look at them differently think about it in the perspective of a twitch streamer or a streamer in general if a streamer <laughs> if a streamer guess gets asked what do you do for a living and they say i play video games um that's just going to be a shock to you because you're not going to understand or if you're not aware of what this community is you're not going to comprehend the fact that these people literally are able to play games and monetize it in a way that provides them a healthy way a healthy living salary to just be able to continuously do it and it's just so interesting to see something like that happen and they recognize it like a lot they recognize the privilege of being able to do that and they recognize that chances like this don't happen to everyone which is why they highly highly recommend that people still continue their education continue going to school continue being exposed to things and learning and like really um know where you stand financially before you start just giving everything into streaming and so the pandemic kind of opened up those doors for a lot of people that were having a few extra 
minutes, hours, whatever it may be to be able to stream content, uh, deciding that they wanted to either try it competitively or try it non-competitively. There's two spectrums to that. And then also like decide like what type of content they want to do. And I think being able to have um, a platform that allows you the flexibility and the simplicity to be able to do that with ease and enter that field with ease is a really important thing to have. And I think that a lot of people shifting into um, the gaming world are now starting to be a lot more female creators. And that's really good to see because like, yeah, people are, female creators are jumping in and having like 10 to 20 followers maybe in the stream. But that's how a lot of the creators started. And that's how a lot of content creators started. And I mean, before the pandemic, like a good example of like how to become bigger on certain platforms is a content creator slash Twitch streamer, Foosley. That's F-U-S-L-I-E. Um, graduated from college, decided she wanted to stream, started streaming. And because she was so grateful for her community, she created something that was called a streamer camp. And so her YouTube channel and her YouTube page was committed to helping these up-and-coming streamers gain an audience. Because obviously she had enough of an audience where she was comfortable with her living status and having this many people and honestly she's not really like one of those people that pushes to have millions and millions of followers although she's pretty close um she's still under the million mark of subscribers and she's been streaming for a while so having someone like her create a streamer camp where people could just you know gather together and like just collaborate on content ideas mini games and things like that so other people from her community could see what they do and like how they interact with people and how they play games and who they really are as a person really impacted the way that people were watching creators because now you have someone like Foosley with streamer camp which obviously she did stream it when it was happening and then she would take clips and put it on youtube to like continue the conversation with these content creators she and her streamer camp have created some of the biggest content creators on the platform that she found and she was like you know what i want to help you get bigger there's no cost to you we're just going to make content together we're just going to have fun and that's like the biggest form of collab and just to put it into perspective of how crazy this is um the twitch community uh hosts a ton of games and competitions for twitch uh users so anyone that streams on twitch uh sometimes you get recognition for certain games that you're playing and a competition comes out you get invited to play in the competition and it's all fun and games it's not like a intense competition like what i was talking about before it's kind of just like a we're all gathering together let's just competitively play it's not a big deal but also like we will give you prizes and you will get like monetary uh what's it called monetary prize for donation and things like that and so the crazy thing about like Foosley being tied into like all of this type of like content creator stuff is that Foosley was one of the people that helped uh, create the community for Quarter Jade and Masayoshi, um, along with another a lot of other people. But these two specifically because these two were they're a couple now. Um, when they were in streamer camp, they were not a couple, but now they are a couple. Quarter Jade is one of the I guess best unprofessional like non-professional um Valorant streamers and she is literally insane in Valorant she's just taking off in Valorant she's just like for a female streamer she's like Valorant is kind of the equivalent of like a Fortnite so like she's just doing really well for what she's doing right and it's really interesting to see that like Foosley saw her, liked her community, liked her, brought her in. She got like, you know, part of to be part of streamer camp. And then, you know, Quarter Jade, uh, another streamer that doesn't really have like the millions of subscribers, but has a really good community that actually motivated her and pushed her to like, you know, play games individually and also with friends, but she does a lot more individual games. Really good Valorant streamer. 
um, Masayoshi, which is her boyfriend, also a really good Valorant streamer. Um, but Quarter Jade actually became a team captain for one of these competitions that Twitch was hosting. So she got to form a team, formed a team with one of her, I believe it was her roommate that is also, that used to be on an esports team, but now is no longer on an esports team. And then someone else that she met just online. And they got pretty far in the competition, I will say. She got fourth place, I believe, um, out of eight slots. And that included, like, some of the bigger, like, male streamers that were playing and some of the ones that were, quote, like, participating in competitive but also left competitive. So it was kind of just, like, interesting to see her reach this newfound, like, uh, like audience and just climb up to the point where she was really, like, really well-known enough to be able to participate and be on this team. And it was really cool to see her compete, her train. It was really nice seeing, like, how that whole background is. And I'm pretty sure, like, I'm 100% sure that Fuse is just like, dude, I'm so proud of, like, how far she's come. Because she really came a really long way. And she is now a pretty big streamer. And hopefully will we'll hit millions soon. But also she said on her live stream that she's comfortable where she's at. And that she doesn't really want to push for more than that. But if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it's okay. And so... You know, the Twitch community has been transforming in this way where people are just crossing boundaries and crossing platforms. And so you have now part of the 100 Thieves group, which is a streaming organization slash gaming organization. Um, part of the 100 Thieves group is includes one person that um, was in an Ariana Grande video and then... More recently, Valky Ray, who was on uh, MGK's music video where she subbed for Corpse Husband, which honestly, great music video. I think it'd be interesting for people to go see that. I don't want to play it because obviously I cannot play it on a podcast clip. But um, seeing that cross uh, interaction with now artists and things like that and like, Obviously, like people like Bretman Rock that are now on Twitch, um, MXM Tune that are now on Twitch. Like, there's so many people. Jordan Fisher's even on Twitch. Yeah, there's so many people that are like from different realms of creative spheres coming together onto Twitch and just trying to have a fun time. And I remember like when I saw Jordan Fisher on Twitch, I was just like, wow, Jordan Fisher, you are on Twitch. Do you understand how insane this is? He is like multi-talented and then decided I am also going to be a good Twitch streamer. Bretman Rock, another good example of that. He is like a, he's not like a consistent streamer, but when he streams, it's a good time. People have a lot of fun. He like is open to just like, you know, chatting with his friends and just like meeting new people online. And he loves like doing that. Then you have like people like uh, artists and like musicians that, Go on Twitch to like live stream content, but also play games. I feel like the realm of gaming is going to transform into like something where a lot of people can play. And it's just like people watching other people play would just be specifically just for amusement and for the sake of having people be entertained in a way that they weren't before, I guess. I don't know how to put that. But yeah, the world of gaming is just transforming. The world of Twitch is also transforming. And so you have a lot of like major Twitch creators that are dominating the platform and dominating the sphere of Twitch, but also like, you know, these newer com com competitors of streaming platforms that are coming up are going to really create a supply and demand of streamers. So in a way, flooding Twitch with a lot more uh, smaller creators that are starting to become partners and starting to become Twitch partners and things like that. It's going to really benefit them in the long run because you're going to have a pool of people to pick from. And some people do it in a really good way and some people do it in a kind of not good way. And I will say that because there are like people that just stream and don't share their content anywhere else and just kind of like, that's it. I streamed, that's it. And the thing about Twitch is that honestly, your users and your viewers clip certain segments of like your full live stream so like let's say that it was an hour long and they clipped minute 45 to 46 or something like that 
since they already clipped the video, technically you could just re-upload that somewhere else and gain more attention and traction from other people. And that's what a lot of creators aren't doing yet. Like they're not really cross-platform promoting or like branching off into another realm of like content. And I think that people are going to start doing that soon just because it's something that is necessary for overall growth. But also like a lot of people don't go on Twitch and stream on Twitch for growth. They kind of just go just to have fun. And then eventually along the way they have some type of build up and yeah, I don't know. The future of gaming is going to be so interesting to see. It's going to be intense. It's going to be insane to see like all these people that are coming from different platforms gain a new audience through Twitch or bring their audience from these other platforms and then just like skyrocket into something that people wouldn't have imagined that they would do, I guess. Um, but it's interesting to see all of this. It's interesting to be in the space where people are shifting from their traditional platforms to the streaming platforms. And I will say, like, obviously, the platform that you choose has a different demographic because Twitch.tv, a lot of you guys might not know what it is, but now that I explained it, now you know. But this would be, like, the platform where uh, kids that are Gen Z slash the generation below that would say like oh I've, I've known about twitch i know what twitch is all this other stuff and then people that are like youtube and just like stumbled upon a youtube gaming would understand like okay youtube gaming i understand what that is i i live on youtube and then the facebook gaming one which was the one that i recently found out about i didn't know that they had a gaming channel that one was really interesting to see because you have all the older generations of people slash more international people that are used to the facebook platform and now get exposed to gaming on that so it's just like these platforms are basically pinpointing their own particular demographics and some of them are doing it in a way where they're allowing uh videos to be integrated through youtube onto their platform and so i think that's really what's going to end up happening is that uh, maybe twitch is going to license out their uh twitch chat and then have like a cross connection where people can connect their YouTube videos directly to their pages and things like that. Just because like, obviously like when you think about videos, you just think about like consuming video on YouTube. You don't really think about consuming video on another platform necessarily, although the option is still there to do it. So whatever happens in the next year or so in gaming is going to be an interesting thing to see just because there's so many routes that this can go in and all of these like major content creators slash uh streamers that are gaining a lot of attention for their either competitive gameplay or non-competitive gameplay they are all generating enough revenue to be able to sign probably upwards to multi-million dollar contracts with these streaming platforms to ensure that people continuously consume the content on the platform that the streamer is on because again streaming platforms like twitch you can connect um different uh different users together and different streamers together and they do get a portion of what comes out of twitch i don't know exactly what the numbers are but they do get a portion of the donation slash uh, subscriptions that go on to certain channels so it benefits them to be able to pay these creators upwards to millions of dollars just to be able to have a continuous flow of viewership that they can then transfer over to other other uh, creators and then hopefully create something that is a little bit more entertaining and will generate a lot more revenue for them so i'm just interested to see what's going to happen i'm interested to see where it's gonna go and i think more people just need to consider watching other streamers they're entertaining for the most part like it doesn't always have to be like i don't understand the game i don't understand this sometimes i just go in there for the commentary really and then i've gotten to the point where my twitch not my twitch my tiktok flood is just like different content creators that i have subscribed to that i'm interested in seeing like how they carry on the narrative of their storytelling through their games or if they have certain uh, things that they want to talk about on stream and like what has happened and not gonna sugarcoat anything but people on 
Twitch still have the same issues as people on other platforms. Like, sometimes, yeah, they have a slip-up. Sometimes, yeah, people are going back into their archives to see what they have posted. And, like, that culture of, like, holding people accountable slash cancel culture is, like, really dominant on any sphere of, of media. Whether that be audio, video, streaming, whatever it is, you are genuinely, like, held to a higher standard when you're doing these things because you're putting yourself in the position to be held to those standards um it's interesting to see that community start to shift towards being a little bit more inclusive bringing more awareness to things that you know people didn't really in the gaming world care enough about and seeing it shift into now that we have streaming and now that we have streamers that are both trying to entertain but also inform people on social justice issues inform people on things happening in the world and then try to like censor things out from like what traditional gaming was where people were just genuinely scared to turn on their mics slash audio because they knew someone was going to say something derogatory or whatever it may be having these people come into the realm and say we appreciate like you watching us we have these basically rules and regulations for what type of content we're doing and then seeing that and the way that they play games and the way that these bigger streamers handle certain situations translate into the actual realm of gaming where the games that people play now like if you are using a voice chat feature you can be censored a little bit easier it can prevent like cyberbullying and things like that like just taking these all of these precautions to be able to ensure that the gaming realm is still a safe and healthy place to be is like just something that has genuinely been changing and has become more of in a staple i guess in in content creation and content consumption and so it's good to see things like that be able to shift the way that general slash traditional gaming has been just because like honestly like even to this day a lot of people are just like oh gaming makes you violent oh gaming exposes you to this or gaming exposes you to that or like i've had like a ton of cyberbully experiences and honestly that's 100 percent like people people can be exposed and in- interpret things in the ways that aren't like intentional um i do think that regulating a lot of like the audio slash voice chatting features are really important especially to do on games that are receiving a lot of attention slash a lot of playing time from these huge content creators like you genuinely want to be able to censor it as much as possible and knowing that people are streaming your content it's good to create those barriers to prevent things like that from happening so whatever happens with gaming and twitch and everything in between I think that that's an industry that's going to just continuously keep growing and continuously keep adapting to different ways of consuming the content and creating the content. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see this shift from like Twitch being the only streaming platform that directly streams video games and things like that to being one of the many platforms that will do that. And I mean, just to just to quickly like sum up this episode i wanted to talk about this just because that train wreck podcast was very interesting because hearing about what um all of the female creators go through and hearing a little bit about insight about like how they feel about certain things especially entering an industry that was mostly male dominated was really interesting to see the other part of it was because um ludwig's just insane journey on his subathon was just crazy to envision and then also like side from that would be like i don't know if you guys ever saw the huge scandals on the community where like ninja left uh, uh, twitch for mixer and then seeing uh like pokimane be negotiating a deal to stay on uh on twitch or move to a different platform and then you can see like these they're of value they're basically like players on like professional sports teams like they are of value to people and i think that people don't really realize that and i feel like people need to start looking at content outside of what they're used to because like the world is genuinely shifting towards a more technological space and a more technological world where things like this are just going to be so incredibly insane to see it's going to be exactly like a 
like a Wreck-It Ralph realm um, where like you're just submerged into content 24-7 and you know doesn't mean that you need to like this type of content but just acknowledge that other content exists out there because there's just so much to be able to learn and be able to do and be able to see so I have a lot of friends that are becoming twitch streamers and really working towards making that their career goals um you know more power to you i genuinely think that people can like whatever content that they want and watch whatever content that they want and i do think that if you ever get bored you should consider you know not an ad but consider going onto one of these streaming platforms and seeing if you like anything a lot of the time it's like them just talking about things but you know you never know what you're gonna like on to watch you know or if you're going to like just the personality of the person and just want to hang out. Like, you know, sometimes they don't see you. They don't hear from you. They don't know who you are. But, I mean, just having that little escape has been beneficial for a lot of people. And I think it's just going to continuously just keep doing that and continuously keep growing in that realm. And I'm really excited to see what happens because, obviously, like, right now, with the rise of certain games um, that allowed for more collaboration, more people have been starting to watch these types of content. So, We'll have to wait and see what actually happens, especially because, I mean, the new Among Us map is coming out in a, in a few days from now, week, in a week or so. I don't know. I don't know exactly what the time frame would be for that, but really good stuff to be able to see all of that, like, unravel itself in the world, you know? So that was my little spiel on what's happening on Twitch. I think people should, like, take the time to at least go look at it, you know? It's, it's it's an interesting platform. It's an interesting thing to see. Also, um, while I have you guys here and if you listen to this this far, think about getting a co-host just because like it's a lot easier to talk to someone else. So I'm thinking about it, maybe planning, maybe planning on having a couple people like co-host occasionally. Um, but I wanted to continue this whole like conversation of like we're going to talk about something that's passion that we're passionate about and then, you know, comment on things and do that whole spiel. So I think... You know, we'll have to see, wait and see what I decide to do with that. But for now, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for, like, listening to this this far because I know something like this is, like, very niche topic. But it's, it's really interesting to talk about. Um, but, yeah. Hope you guys liked it. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Next week, I genuinely do not know what I'm going to do. But I'm assuming that I might continue this back and forth, jumping back and forth between creating different types of content and different, um, like, a journal entry slash, then coming back and talking about something that I'm really passionate about. Maybe I might continue that cycle, but we'll figure it out as we go. Thank you guys so much for watching, or for watching, for listening. Um, if you guys want to come and ask a question, you guys can follow me on social media at PassengerSidePO on twitter and instagram so you guys can come dm ask some questions we'll talk about it give me some topics to talk about i will openly and gladly talk to you about whatever it is under the sun so yeah um until then i will see you guys next time